Welcome back, everybody. This is the Hop Nation USA podcast. This is the smooth stylings of Adam, Steve, and our special guest host, Kelsey. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Look, I don't know how much energy everybody's going to have. The Roan Dog has been taking its toll across the Hop Nation. (laughs) It has. It has. It really has. (laughs) So, unfortunately, as I'm sure you can hear, the sound quality is an 8 out of 10. Rather than our usual 10 out of 10, uh, we are on the Zoom. So I'm just yelling in into my living room right now, just yelling at a laptop. Steve's doing the same. Kelsey is also doing that. I'm yelling at a desktop. Do not put me down with you. <laughs> with you laptop people. Yeah. <laughs> with you mobile computers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going mobile. <laughs> More portable, you're not. <laughs> I mean, it's portable, just not very good. You have to get him like a radio flyer wagon or something for his desktop. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. get him like a golf cart, maybe. <gasps> could we just get him one? Yeah, we could. Just for cruising in the neighborhood? <laughs> I want to cruise in my neighborhood. <laughs> I know it's in my neighborhood. Stay. White trash. <laughs> we can get you a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Play some Molly Hatchet. Yeah. No, because then if I start playing Molly Hatchet, they, they might take that as an invitation to come over. <laughs> hey, what's Steve up to? I got to go find out. Yeah, no, thank you. Who's this guy? I didn't Somebody's realize he was that cool. Disaster. Yeah, no, thank you. Fucking, <laughs> fucking dildos shooting off fireworks on any day they can and revving the engines at one in the morning. Steve, you sound like you live in the Wild West right now. <laughs> I do. I do. I really do. It is it Wild is, West Beaver. Yeah, it is Beaver County. <laughs> out of control out here. <laughs> well, hopefully we can bring a semblance of, of calm and peace back to you, Steve, with this episode. Uh, where it is not dry January, but it is triuary. Triannuary. Try it, whatever. You, you missed the end in that one. <laughs> Three minutes into the new year, I already bungled it. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping the ball. Dropping That's it. all right. But yes, we are going to uh, explore some new styles, some new breweries, things like that, that we've been kind of keeping an eye, our eye on. Uh, and this is our opportunity to delve into it. So that is that is our theme. So if you're looking for consistency, good luck. Yeah, that's not going to happen because we're <laughs> it's probably going to be nine different beers <laughs> uh you know but maybe you have a line on a good one maybe maybe <laughs> maybe so let's maybe. let's find out what uh what you're going to try you wear there steve what uh what are you drinking on so i'm starting triannuary with uh a shelfie i didn't mean to <laughs> i didn't mean to <laughs> well this is this is me doing a bungle but uh, I was, uh, you, you know how I have that little cat and mouse game going with that specific giant eagle that seems to have nothing to know, you know, no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you uh, keeping their identity under wraps. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've only told a few people, but <laughs> it's a, uh, so yeah, I was in their mix and match again. 
And they just had a bunch of stuff that I was like interested in. One of them is a beer that'll come up later in the show. Uh, and another one was like, they just had Nosferatu. I was like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm gonna get some Nosferatu. I haven't had that beer in fucking ever. And especially not since it's been rebranded as a red IPA and put in the cans. So yeah, got one of those, got some other stuff. Uh, but the beer I'm drinking now is by great divide. And this falls under triannuary for me. Cause I don't think I've ever had an IPA by great divide. Hmm. Yeah. But it's a, the peach milkshake IPA by them. Ooh, that looks delicious. Yeah, it certainly looks delicious. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of bland. <laughs> I'm guessing it's not delicious. Well, see, this is how that this is how that giant mm. eagle got me. Oh. Yeah, I'll just bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how that giant eagle got me. Is that uh, this was canned in September, and so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long it's just been sitting dry in the shelves, and I don't know how long it's been sitting like cooling in the cooler. Mm-hmm. Like it, it actually hasn't been in the um, in the mix and match cooler the past couple times I've been there. So it's definitely just like something they migrated in there to get rid of. And I took the bait. They got me <laughs> because I haven't had it before. I never had an IPA by Great Divide. I, I love their Yeti series. And if you've right. been following the show, I I took a whole bunch. I took them for a ride as far as taking, you know, great divide yetis that were two for six at this giant eagle. So she's still yes. bananas. Yeah, still but, bananas. Yeah. Well, it was horchata. And I actually, didn't capitalize but. on that, and I regret not capitalizing mm-hmm. on that. That's your fault. I mean, I gave you the line. I, I gave know, you the really, story. Mm-hmm. I, gave, I know it yeah. is my fault. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this beer it, it's not bad. I mean, it's a it's a hazy IPA. I don't taste taste any peach at all in it. Like, uh. <laughs> well, peach is one of those hard hard flavors because it's very easy to go with the, the kind of fake taste, right? And if you do use natural peach, you're gonna have to use a lot of it, right? Yeah, it's it's very rare because I mean, even like going back a, a long, long time ago, we had that Omnipolo peach milk meat. We had that Omnipolo peach milkshake IPA and it, you know, didn't really pull off peach that much. Mm. Uh, we had to get into the gloop glop of 450 to get a real peach flavored beer. And even then it was peach rings. So it wasn't, you know, <laughs> but yeah, this one's fine. It's drinkable. It's just feels very flat and generally flavorless. So I, I assume that's because, you know, it's just been sitting around for a minute. So they, they got one back on you. Yeah, they got one back on me. It's fine. <laughs> I don't, it's okay. I don't, I don't consider this even at all. I still think I'm ahead like 7-1 at this point because <laughs> of all the horchatas I bought and they had Woot Stout in the mix and match, which like the mix and match is twelve ninety nine, but Woot Stout by itself is eighteen ninety nine. So I've definitely got them back. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. And don't nobody tell nobody nothing. <laughs> no this stays in the tight inner circle yeah this is real inner circle shit people <laughs> don't don't fuck this up for me <laughs> but don't forget to drink your oval team mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh adam why don't you yes. tell us what you're drinking i am going into a realm i never thought i would go into but it's 2022 
We're going to try something different. And we're going to start it off with a bang. I am trying a sour double IPA. Huh. So this is the, the Futura 9. Uh, and it is a sour double IPA with dragon fruit, passion fruit, peach, and strawberry. So it's, uh, it comes from Flying Machine out of uh, beautiful North Carolina. Uh, it's a collaboration from uh, Flying Machine and 8th State. Hmm. I, uh, I thought that I could try to use this as a way to see if my you know, tastes towards IPAs may have changed a little bit to kind of dip my toe because I do like my sours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take a, a, a special set of taste buds to truly dive into this. Uh, it is more sour than it is hoppy. So mm. I get it. I like it. Uh, but yeah, it is not particularly hoppy, but not too bad. Now in the glass, I already been drinking on it. So it's nice orange color, kind of a, uh, kind of a high C look to it. Uh, checks in at 9%. So I'm going to be easy on this one a little bit. <laughs> I, Why, you're not, not going anywhere. You're already at your house. Yeah, This is true. This is true. Uh, but it I still have to climb Friday. stairs. It's basically Friday. That's right. Basically Friday. Yeah. Stairs, mares. You can crawl up those. You're fine. Can and have. <laughs> or you can just get some DoorDash and lay down on your couch. There's no. It's yeah. It, yeah. It's 2022. Who cares? <laughs> you know, I I have yet to go into the DoorDash realm mm-hmm. or Uber Eats or anything like that. I just can't justify it. I'm with mm-hmm. you. It's. I mean, I definitely can't justify it. It's fucking probably be $30 just to get a $10 sandwich out here. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I have a dasher on its way right now for dinner. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've really leaned, Jeff and I've leaned into it. It's, you know, it's not terrible. We try to only do like local restaurants mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're just like, maybe a little too far. Oh, I'm real tired. Let's just get something tonight. So Hey, I'm not, I'm not faulting you. I mean, if I had the money in the proximity, you know, sure. But I, I have neither the money nor the proximity <laughs> to do that kind of shit. <laughs> no, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> but uh, what are you drinking, Kelsey? Well, I think I misunderstood the assignment. So my triannuary is trying to drink out stuff from the beer fridge so I can refill it with other stuff. Ah. So I'm so... For the first beer, it's a good old grist house beer, but, uh, and it's a coffee milk porter. So right in my wheelhouse, but second segment, I'll get something else <laughs> that I don't normally drink. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know, fine. I'm just trying to clean out the beer fridge. So that's my triannuary is drinking yeah. through what's in the fridge. But you know what? That's a, that's a good idea for a segment or not a segment, but for an entire episode, everybody <laughs> bring the oldest beer in your fridge. No. Yeah. No. Why are you so mad about that? Because you know you win by getting one of my worldwide stouts. Fuck you. <laughs> You're assuming I don't have worldwide stouts as well? Just I know. But I'm not, yeah, but I'm not wasting that on the show. <laughs> oh, sorry for trying to have a good time with my friends oh you're trying to have a good time with your friends and i'm trying to hoard and stash like a dirty dragon so that's how it goes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so 
I mean, I think that is a great episode idea, but maybe not the oldest beer, but from the back of the fridge, <laughs> the mystery fridge, giveth and the mystery fridge. I do. I do have, yeah, I do have one beer that is, it, it, it's old and it's just sitting in there and I bought it for an episode. And then I, I for whatever reason, we didn't do the episode. And yeah. so now I just have this fucking prairie sour that's been sitting in my fridge forever. And now I don't like. There's ah. the episode idea. The most random beer in your fridge. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I got another. Oh, this is just that. This is just, we're just building episodes left and right here. But the lost beer episode beers yeah. that we bought for episodes, oh. but uh, didn't quite make the cut. Cause I've got two or three sitting there as well. That uh, you, got, you guys are just orphaned. They're orphaned. <laughs> you guys are just reframing the same thing over and over again of just burn off what's in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nobody needs to bring beers for that episode because I got plenty here. Yeah, you get you get too much. You don't drink enough. You get too much. People give people give you a lot of beer. <laughs> Good problems. Good problems. I got beer from Adam tonight. It was such a a treat. See? <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Netflix yeah. Netflix bill was due. <laughs> this is this is the one instance in which trickle down economics does work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> doesn't work anywhere else, but it does work as long as Adam is the middleman for beer because people <laughs> give Adam beer and then it trickles down to other people because Adam can't drink all the beer. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so that's it's the only way trickle down works <laughs> but so with that in mind i will not be running for senate in 2022 no no <laughs> not a good no idea. that race is too crowded already for pa <laughs> we'll let uh we'll let fetterman win in 22 and i'll, I'll come in in uh in 24 or 26 yeah unless you can find ways to siphon votes off dr oz I don't know that you have that appeal. Let's to, not get into that conversation because I've saying, got opinions. I'm just saying, I, I just don't know that you have the personality to siphon votes off of his voter base, you know, because you're not a fucking imbecile. So <laughs> <laughs> I like beer and sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, you could do that. You could try that maybe, but <laughs> yeah, you could try that and say, like, I'm actually... <laughs> You know, I'm actually from Western Pennsylvania, so maybe that helps a bit. <laughs> I can actually find Route 422 on a map. Maybe that's I'll all you got to do. Just name, just name fucking small towns and, and, and routes. <laughs> 422, 38 through Eau Claire. <laughs> I know how much people oh, love fucking super local humor. <laughs> that's dumb enough to work. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's go to the news, notes, and neat of the week. Mm -hmm. And uh, you might as well just kick it off with the biggest news story that hit this week. It's the most relevant. And, uh, you know, because we're recording, you know, later than usual, we actually get to put this one on the show. Uh, Everybody's talking about it. Monster energy drink (laughs) buys Canarchy. Wait, what? So, Kelsey... I missed this. (laughs) Yeah, so, Kelsey, if you're not aware, I mean, it happened today as we're recording. Uh, uh, You're aware of Canarchy, right? Um, 
Okay. So Canarchy is that big conglomerate uh, union, whatever you want to call it, of a whole bunch of breweries that all got together. But the big names in that are Cigar City and Oscar Blues. And uh, also included in that brand is Wild Basin, which is like the healthy seltzers that Oscar Blues mm-hmm. puts out. Yeah, they're, that, yeah, they're all right. They're all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any seltzer. So, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Monster Energy Drink has bought them. The, just all of the brands, everything <laughs> for $330 million. Straight cash. cash. Straight cash. <laughs> Straight cash? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, Monster can do that because they are valued at $46 billion. <laughs> that's a Tuesday for them. Yeah. But that's because Monster is primarily owned by Coke. So <laughs> uh, there is actually, I read, because I was looking at this, they only have a 20% stake. Well, they're the, but that's still the major sharehold. It is the major, but they don't have a, a majority state. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a majority, but yeah, mm. it's primarily Coke that owns, you know, like a bulk of shares within. They got Monster. that Georgia money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Monster buys them out. <laughs> uh, interesting notes about this. Uh do you have so many questions, Kelsey? I have so many questions. <laughs> why don't you ask? I'm gonna one, you keep. No, why don't you I'm ask one wait. of your questions and then ask ask one of your questions? <laughs> um, why? Like, why now? Why this Money. Like, Sick. anarchy Great. association? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I was gonna get into it. I'll tell <laughs> okay, you why. Great. So. Interesting. It's funny though because I'll, I'll I'll divert for a second. I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, and this is where I first heard about it and somebody posted in one of the shitty craft beer groups that i'm in and they and they said that the only reason they could come up with the only reason they could think why this is happening is because oscar blues developed the crowler technology and now they want to put monster and crowlers that's fucking stupid and wrong because 32 ounce monsters already exist yeah they're already on the market and like you don't need to buy Oscar Blues to have Crowler. Fucking JRs has a Crowler system. It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> so yeah, don't never listen to a Facebook group is that story. But uh, the real reason why is if you we've mentioned stories in the past about um, Coke is introducing uh, hard like hard Topo Chico, um, Pepsi partnered with Boston beer company and they're going to be releasing hard mountain dew seltzer. And obviously, I mean, I don't know if we, I'm pretty sure we said something about monster when we did that story, but like, obviously now monster wants to do hard monster. That's all it is. (laughs) They just want to get in the game. They want to do hard monster. So really they're just backdooring their way into old four loco. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. So basically, yes, they they might be able to find the legislation or the loopholes or something, because it is Coke. You know, it's Coke mm-hmm. and Monster. You know, if anybody has the money to fucking change legislation around, but uh, you, you think about uh, like all the all the hard coffee energy drinks that have come out as well. Monster yeah. has a line of hard coffees, or not hard yeah. coffees, but they have a line of coffees, and it's the only thing I drink from them because I mean, they are good. 
the Irish blend and the oat milk, oat milk one. Great. Ooh, I haven't had the oat milk one. <laughs> Nor have I. Nor have it's I. Hard, it's hard to find, but it's awesome. <laughs> and I hate right. it. I hate it for being awesome because it means I got to buy things that have monster branding on them. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind like a white monster like every once in a while, but mm-hmm. like that's really rare. Like I need to be really tired or like I need mm-hmm. like I'm going to need a big day ahead of me and I'm like yeah. white monster. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can tell you 2010 Steve is super fucking excited about this partnership. <laughs> because i used to really drink the shit out of fucking (laughs) energy drinks like in 2010 i worked a shitty job and if you started telling me that the shitty energy drink i drink is now going to have alcohol in it oh great then i'm going to get like wasted at work and (laughs) do my (laughs) shitty job and stay in it longer than i did (laughs) (laughs) wow thank god that didn't come out 10 years ago (laughs) right no, there's just regular four loco and everybody that's the thing if it's monster branded or mountain dew branded any of these kind of things you can maybe hide the fact that there's booze in it you know if you have a boss who doesn't know the difference between the garbage you're drinking and the, you know just keep it moving just keep yeah, it moving just keep it moving keep it moving don't let them smell your breath throw it in the trash can keep that gum on you <laughs> an unmarked container you're good to go yeah right. exactly it's only going to be five to 13%. So you're not going to get super waste. I don't know how high mar- monster shooting. That's the thing. Like mountain. My the, guess is eight minimum. I'm, I, I, I think it's got to be eight because mm. if they're competing with the mountain dews, the mountain dews were only going to be five or six, you know, the standard seltzer shit. So like the monsters have always gone bigger. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think you're looking at something that's going to be like competing with Steel Reserve. Yeah, I was going to say I could see it starting in the eight because like even like those hard white claws that are eight mm-hmm. percent. Like if you're even trying to outdo that, like you have to at least start at eight. Then yeah, this could be easily nine, ten, <laughs> <laughs> which is terrifying. This is going to be a problem. It is again. <laughs> 2010 Steve is so fucking excited <laughs> to bring home like two or three and just get wasted and play Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing with with these these branded, uh, we're all assuming this is what's going to happen. It's going mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. But the other nice thing, quote unquote, nice thing is you can feign ignorance. Like, right. oh, I just grabbed something quick out of the fridge. I didn't realize that it had alcohol in it. I just yeah. saw Mountain Dew and grabbed it. Right. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. Oops. So that's a fr- that's a free pass. You yeah, get you- one free pass. Yeah, you packed it and then you had just one, you know, you got to use, you got to use that just one time. You know, you're going to have a bad day of work. You're like, "Mm, this is the day. This is the day I crack it open. I I ask for forgiveness rather than apologize. Not that I am advocating that, but I am trying to work. (laughs) Fuck fuck your bosses. They don't love you. You kidding me? Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Um yeah, but I, I mean I just think that it is completely obvious that this was what the move is that they're looking to sell hard branded monster because like mm-hmm. I said Wild Basin, which is why I brought them up, they already have infrastructure in Oscar Blues and Cigar City as far as distribution. Like think think of both of them, one's Florida, one's Colorado and they both reach here. Mm-hmm. So they have in huge distribution networks and they just with wild basin they have like the the 
baseline of making seltzer. So it's, this is all in place and it's going to be, uh, I read like the, the deal is going to go through basically by the end of this quarter. So, Damn. okay. Yeah. So yeah, I could see fucking like summertime. You're going to see monster, whatever <gasps> nightmares. <laughs> I'm <Fruit> wondering, nightmares. <laughs> I'm wondering if they also invested to try to get in on the THC game as well. Who knows? Ooh. Maybe. Monster and THC, that would be a, that would be a combination. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I don't know that Oscar Blues has ever dipped their toes in to that yet. Publicly. Publicly. But I mean, yeah, that, I mean, the, of the few states that you can do that in, I think, you know, obviously Colorado is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe they'll explore that a little bit too. And uh, yeah, we'll see. But that's that's the big news um i don't it doesn't bother me the uh one other note that was very important about this though (laughs) um because monster energy drink does not brew anything alcoholic that means all of these brands are still technically craft (laughs) because cool yeah because these brands are not being bought by a larger brewing company <laughs> keep moving those cold post brewers association all right, yeah all yeah right. yeah keep moving them cold posts right. Des- despite the fact that it's 46 billion dollars in, in valuation <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> on equal footing is cobble house that's right <laughs> <laughs> Just as unequal footing as the Arboretum Trail. <laughs> a dune is garage. Yeah, same thing. Same, 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 same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when I say that, I don't mean that to disparage Cobble House or Arboretum. They no. both make good beers. No, but they also know that neither of them are owned by a $46 billion conglomerate. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's that. Everything just keeps getting conglomerated, conglomerated, conglomerated. Hell yeah. Conglomeration. Yeah. It'll all just be owned by Coke, Walmart, and Northrop Grumman. And, D- and Disney. And Disney. And Disney. Don't leave out Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And t- yeah. How do you leave out the mouse, Adam, from that list? <laughs> this house he- does not recognize the mouse. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't watch Disney stuff, really. No, really don't. <laughs> All right, well, first, you're missing out. And, like, second, I mean, that's up to you. Do you watch ESPN, though? Because that's the uh, mouse. That is true. I There is one good show on ESPN. That's it. Pardon the interruption. What, they I get mean, 30 yes, minutes. The, that's it. The, <laughs> the best show on ESPN. <laughs> Everything beyond that? Uh, yeah, I could probably, <laughs> probably sidestep it. Fair enough. All right. Adam, did you have a news? I have just a quick hitter here. Uh, if you want free beer, that's right. Free beer. You can head on free down beer. to SeaWorld or Bush Gardens down in Florida. No. <laughs> Good. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, they're having a free beer promotion uh, later this month. Now, here's where the fun comes in. They say free beer. You have to be over 21. That's no problem. You get one seven-ounce pour. Boo. No. That's it. No repeats. No. Boo. No. 
One seven ounce pour. You walk in, they squeeze the rag off the bar. There you go. This is the, what is the, what is the fucking um, term for it? Bullshit. Uh, well, no, it's bullshit for sure. But like, there's that term that people like have been noticing the sizes of foods getting smaller. Uh, yes. Shrinkflation. Shrink, shrinkflation. This is shrinkflation of beer because it's not even a full eight ounce. It's, what a piece no. of shit. It's, it's barely a taster. Yeah. Yeah. It's barely a taster. Now, I understand that, you know, some will say, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And I can appreciate that. But at that size or quantity, just do it. Don't advertise it. Just do it. Right. You know, when you come right. in, it's like, here, have half a beer. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all you're getting is half a beer. How much, how, much right. did, how much did you pay to get into a dumbass shit park anyway? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. the question. What does a ticket to SeaWorld cost these days? Yeah. <laughs> and how big are the whales? Are they shrinkflating as well? <laughs> They're down to dolphins now. Exactly. No. See, <laughs> it's not a great experience for anybody. You have shitty <laughs> imprisoned animals. Happy. You're paying too much to see shitty imprisoned animals and nobody's getting a full beer. That place sucks. Eat my butt. <laughs> <laughs> At least with Bush Gardens, they've got roller coasters. Sure. <laughs> no. That's fair. I Actually. Guess. SeaWorld in Orlando has at least one roller coaster. Oh, wow. I'll be there later this month. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Really? And not at SeaWorld, but in Orlando. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, if you want to go and no. get half a beer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Give me that seven ounces. <laughs> <laughs> no. Charge it, charge it to the company's credit card. Yeah, take an $18 Uber over there to buy your $40 ticket. Mm-hmm. To get your free seven ounces of beer. Yeah, that all makes Ooh, sense. I, I don't right. think any of that <laughs> get and try, go, see, go see some sad dolphins. Sad dolphins. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got one more and it's also really quick. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, Molson Coors, we've heard of them. Mm-hmm. They are killing their St. Archer brand, which was an early like no. fake yeah i know who cares <laughs> we're all brokenhearted um but interestingly uh do you guys remember who kings and convicts are i remember the name of them us in a hubbub a year or two ago yeah they're the ones who yeah. bought ballast point from constellation brands mm-hmm. and now they're buying pretty much all of the shit that molson Coors is leaving by killing saint archer which includes a hundred thousand barrel system oh yeah yeah uh and two tap rooms and they're also going to actually try to retain a lot of the staff okay all right respect to okay. that. so respect yeah that. uh i mean they bought all that they bought all that ballast point stuff and then we haven't seen ballast point <laughs> <laughs> shit you're right you know i don't think they've been brewing ballast point with maybe the exception a little bit in illinois but even then i've never heard anybody talk about it so this very may possibly very possibly wow, yeah i know your brain's, my are, brain's broken yeah my brain's yeah. broken right now hearing that yeah because you yeah you don't think about it much because i mean we drink so much local and we have so many choices yeah you know you don't you don't really look for ballast point but yeah we haven't seen ballast point really uh, but this with this giant facility 
may be the uh, turning point that Ballast Point actually comes back. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, St. Orchard's dead and long live Ballast Point, I guess. I don't know. If they, if they bring back Bad Habanero Sculpin, not all will be forgiven, but they're on the road to recovery. Oh yeah, bring back Habanero Sculpin, bring back the Spruce Sculpin. Yes. That one was good mm-hmm. too. And bring back, um, or I don't even know, bring back, but make a ghost pepper one you know oh yeah thrill me. <laughs> say thrill me i did entice the palate a little more <laughs> thrill oh my goodness yeah so yeah those is the news is 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 uh let's go back to the beers is is um yeah my great divide didn't get better it's fine it's drinkable it's passable it, at this point from sitting on the shelf uh it tastes like most ipa home brews so it's not so it's bad. good it's good divide yeah yeah it's fine divide <laughs> <laughs> it's fine divide it's fine divide adam uh this is the uh, the futura nine this is the collab between eighth state and flying machine this is their sour double ipa yeah, not bad. Uh, I appreciate that they went more sour than IPA. That uh, that helps me mm-hmm. uh, drink it. I, I like the combination of the, of the fruit flavors they got going on there. Uh, I don't know that I would recommend this to an IPA drinker. Uh, I think this is a bit of a narrow scope beer, but uh, if it hits, it's going to hit. So it's one of those, if you like sours and IPAs, you'll be fine, but mm-hmm. yeah, careful if you're not a fan of one or the other. Yeah. It, no. Don't don't hand this to a rando at a party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. It's it's a it's a hard mode beer, not a not a it, casual. It and, and it is a little bit elitist to say that, but there is truth in that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not elitist if you're just looking out for somebody else's palate. Because you're not because you're not trying to give them something they dislike. If you're being like, if you're being elitist like I am, where I say you can't have my old w- worldwide stouts, you know that's different. That's selfishness. But I in this have case, my own old worldwide stouts. Exactly. In this case, you're just looking out for somebody else. <laughs> no way, Kelsey. Yeah, I got extras. <laughs> uh, but Kelsey, what? I mean, did you want to throw some notes about your beer if you want to? I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's pretty good. I mean, it tastes like breakfast. Yeah. It, you know, is serving me continental breakfast. So I'll understand. I'll do something different for the next one. That's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you named it at the top of the segment because it is the Chris house continental breakfast, but we've had that on it the show. Is. I believe we so. had it on the show. We drink Chris house. It's a local. It's good stuff. I'll see so, what yeah. else I can find. Cool. <laughs> Not a local beer. <laughs> The fine. It doesn't. Have, I mean, it it just has to be new to you. That's that's the, the that's the whole you know kind of because all the breweries. This is new to me. It's not new to you. You've had it. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> seen it. Yeah, but I mean, all the breweries I'm drinking tonight are breweries that I've had before, but they're new mm-hmm. beers to me. So, like, I, even though this came out in September, it, I still think it's new for 2021. You know, I'll buy that. So yeah, that. I will I, say I I like the can art on it. It's yeah, a nice it's looking like, yeah, can. It's real nice. It's enticing. It's enticing. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's take a break. We'll get some new beers, and we'll continue to try our beers. I don't. I didn't have a thing for that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll be right back, sisters. <laughs> First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back. This is our Triuary episode 2022. I thought it was Trianuary. Try it. Did I screw it up again? Yes, you did. Well, third time's the charm. I'm going to keep Triuary and get this right. Yeah, nope. Screwed it up that time, no, too. That's no. fine. That's you're, fine. You're missing the N. <laughs> say I was missing it, Bob. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> anyway. But, but yes, we are triuary some new beers. So, Kelsey, you get to go first because... Uh, I know you got one ready to rock and roll. Heck yeah, I do. So this is from Decadent Ales. It's their coconut almond macaroon beer. Dang. It's an with coconut almond and sugar added. I'm not going to lie. I bought this strictly because of the can art on the front of this. Don't blame you one bit. And the color. And I was like, oh, I like macarons. Oh, I like coconut and almond. And I was like, oh, it's an IPA. Oh, well, I'm still buying. So <laughs> time to try it. Nice. Yeah, and we, it's been in the beer fridge for a, a little bit of time. So so that I'm this is a nice it's a nice tie in from segment one. Indeed. Yes. It, uh, a lot lighter than I thought. Oh. Yeah. Those those decadent angles. It's been a while since I've had one just because they get real syrupy and weird. I've never had a duck in an ale, so I'm gonna oh, yeah. try this out. Oh, wow. okay. All right. Oh. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, we'll some some of I mean, like they have one that's a French toast IPA. And it tastes exactly like French toast, but it's like also like drinking syrup. So, you know, this hey. is all French toast. Yeah. So it's a toss-up. Man, I want some fucking French toast. IPA. Can't wait. Ooh, French toast sounds good. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> we'll save that beer for next week then. Mm-hmm. Tastes like an IPA. Really? It has that back coconut sweetness, though. Oh, I'm going to um, let this warm up and see what happens to it. I'm not mad about it. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. enjoy that as you will. I Thanks. mean, Thanks. Yeah, I hope I hope it works out for you in the end. That they're me too. Like I said, they're hit and missing. It's been a while since I've had one, so I feel like you're gonna follow that up with good luck in your future endeavors. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, maybe it's time we get some more decadent back on the show. Who knows? This is true because they've been pumping out fucking because they have they have a whole bunch of those macarons and they have a whole bunch of mochi fucking beers Ooh, yeah. a mochi yeah they just so. been spinning spinning that flavor wheel yeah they just spin the flavor wheel and then th- <laughs> then throw a, an additional dart at something else and <laughs> it's all just anagrams with them but uh yeah my beer Mm-hmm. is also it, i feel like my beer perfectly fits exactly what 
I was going for in that uh, it is a beer that I wanted to try, but I didn't want to buy an entire four or six pack of. It is by the Ellicottville Brewing Company out of that New York air. Mm-hmm. And it is their sugar cookie, which is obviously Ooh. a holiday release. Ooh. And it's a pastry ale with ribbons of rich vanilla, creamy biscuit, and aroma of fresh baked cookies. And it comes in at 5.6%, which is the most surprising part. (laughs) Yeah. Delicious. It does look good. So, yeah, it's it's super picturesque, too. It's, like, completely clear. Um, It's beautiful. Tasting it. uh, Adam, do you remember, not too, too long ago, we did that cookie episode Mm -hmm. with all the The, beers from O'Fallon. Or O'Fallon. If you're yeah, a fan or of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this tastes like a little bit more vanilla e version of that vanilla cream ale they had. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not bad. And it, it it also has more of a cookie, like biscuit back end to it. Okay. So it's, it feels like pretty vanilla light up front. It's like mm-hmm. a light vanilla ale up front. And then it's... Um, you know, like a, th- like a thick biscuit malt back end. So if you're into that, <laughs> which I am, I yeah. am. I mean, you might be, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's not rocking my socks. Okay. Just, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Okay. This one, this one was a gamble for me, which is why I put it in triannuary. <laughs> because i've been seeing perfect place for it Mm -hmm. i've been seeing it everywhere like i saw it at like the moon eagle and i saw it a bunch of other places but i only wanted one can because i knew this was a dicey (laughs) (laughs) toss-up could go either way (laughs) and then so i found it at my special eagle in the mix and match this was the beer i was referencing in the first segment that the whole reason the whole reason why i started digging in that mix and match and (laughs) i wound up with a buzz and then this one's fine so yeah okay not bad for three bucks exactly right it's a win-win-win adam what you drinking so i am back in the pittsburgh area i'm back in the keystone state and this is the two phrase magnificent beast Ooh. This is their Schwartz beer or black lager. If you're into that, uh, the reason I, I went with this with try, try, triannuary. You did it. You did yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, the reason I went with this is it seems like Pittsburgh breweries didn't dabble in this, uh, this style for the longest time. And all of a sudden it seems like there's been like half a dozen just showed up. Yeah. So it seems like uh, something's happening there. So I wanted to find out what was going on with Pittsburgh Schwartz beers. Uh, I like to phrase. It was there in front of me. So I bought it. That, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's order operation Schwartz makes beer. sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you, you look at it. Schwartz beer. Yeah. Uh, comes in at, what is this coming at? 5.4? Yeah, 5.4. So just a good easy drinker. It's got a good multi, you know, backbone to it. I don't particularly like using the phrase multi backbone, but it's got it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you don't. It's <laughs> if we're so we've so sh- 
yeah, we've so strayed from the light of God, considering the way flavors are with beers nowadays, that you almost never have a malty backbone on anything. <laughs> I'm just glad there was a second part of that sentence. <laughs> no, I mean, I could stop it at the beginning and it still counts. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, I, I like this beer. Uh, once again, two phrase makes good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this recipe that they that they did. So I'm gonna keep drinking it. Yeah, yeah. I, that it, that fought to be an explosion. It was very nice, and I hope that continues next fall. And I assume it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we there was plenty of good sports beers. Uh, the I've been wanting to try that two phrase one, but I also had the one from uh, Abjuration. That was very mm-hmm. good. And I had a couple more that I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know they're out there. <laughs> and I we know will that find I find them. Yeah. I know that I found them and I know that I will get them again. But cool. Yeah. But as I said, I think this will continue on into the next fall. And Schwarzbears might mm. actually Schwarzbears might actually become the the official style of Pittsburgh. We've been saying a lot. Oh, brown ales are kind of like, you know, they're considered a Pittsburgh beer, but maybe it's time that we put our foot down and say Schwarzbeers are are the Pittsburgh ale. So if you had a Schwarzbeer and a lager, you can have yourself some black and gold. Sure. About yourself. Sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Would you be willing to put that into your 2022 predictions, Steve? (laughs) No, that was just a lead in my other okay. predictions or something else. <laughs> okay. All right. But yes, for this segment, we are going to get into our predictions for beer in 2022. Where do we think beer is heading locally, nationally, internationally, intergalactic? We don't know, but uh, we came up with uh, three or four ideas of what we thought was going to happen in beer throughout the year. And uh, with a little bit of luck, assuming we remember, we're going to come back at the end of the year and review and see how right we were. If we remember. <laughs> and assuming we that remember. none of us win the lottery and saw it off to the mountains. Never yeah. be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a mountaintop. <laughs> Buy me a mountaintop. It'll be my old mountain. Be mine. I'm going to buy... Then I'm going to buy Monster Energy. That way I can <laughs> go have some Cigar City. <laughs> you might be, depending on the lottery you win, maybe you can buy off one of the lesser brands in Canarchy, but <laughs> yeah, you're not getting. <laughs> no, in my luck, I'll win just enough to get like the first spot Hootie Poo days. That's it. Yeah, you can do that. That's not bad. <laughs> no, no, that's like a $50 ticket. I'll yeah, take that's that. That's not bad. You can go to both Hunapoo days and Dark Lord days. <laughs> about that? That's how rich I am. <laughs> oh, he's got Hunapoo money. <laughs> All right. But, well, I'm going to let uh, you or Kelsey go first. What is one of your predictions? So I'll go first on this. And uh, yeah. it, it kind of ties in with what you were talking about in terms of styles for 2022. And I have a prediction for a style that's going to come back in vogue and going to come back hard. It's going to be the Hefeweizen. I have a feeling that the Hefeweizen is going to come back hard this year. Mm. And I have a reason behind that. Sure. Because it is twofold. Number one, it's an easy drinker. So mm-hmm. you can drink a lot. Conversely, you can also 
sell a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other side of that, from the consumer side of things, yes, it's an easy drinker, but you can also, you know, have it either clovey, spicy, or you can go in the sweet bubblegum banana route. So mm. it, it can kind of, you know, cover a couple of bases at the same time. And let's be honest, uh, we're getting to a point in time where it's time for a little bit of treats, but we can't have too many treats. So we need like a little snacky treat. And I think the Hefeweizen hits that absolutely perfect. So 2022 is going to be the year of the Hefeweizen. Okay. Okay. I would, I would give other reasons for that as well. Uh, it's okay. cheap. It's cheaper to make. Mm. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would assume that, you know, being it, it's a malt and wheat base and the most expensive thing that would be in a Hefeweizen would be the specialty yeast, but I don't know how much more expensive it is than any other yeast. So I, I could, I could tell you from a, from a home brew perspective, it really isn't right. There's so, no, not much cost difference. Right. So if you're looking for something that has a varied flavor profile, as you said, mm-hmm. you know, you can put forth a Hefeweizen that has uh, you know, uh, you can put a whole bunch out if you want. Maybe you maybe you put some adjuncts in them. Maybe you don't. Who cares? Don't, don't. <laughs> don't ruin my beer. <laughs> That's that is a sacred cow to me. Don't don't touch my heffies. Fair enough. Kelsey, what is your prediction? So I'm going to stick in this conversation of styles that I think are going to come back. You know, we really need something that's going to be a good counterpoint to this still large IPA craze that's out there. So I'm, I'm going to bet on some like older styles of beer, like some of the brown ales, some lagers, maybe an ice cream ale. Like I mm. think people, maybe like a pale ale, even like, I feel like people are going to start leaning into that a little more in 2022. You know, we've kind of reached the pinnacle of sweet, hazy, juicy, too big for anyone to really truly enjoy like a total palate destroyer. Like I just think people are going to maybe take a step back and go back to some basics. It doesn't mean we still can't have like a nice toffee tinged brown ale or, you know, a really nice, like smooth cream ale. But I, you know, I think that's where we're going to head. My cat tends to agree with me. I mean, it heard you spitting truth. So it showed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, again that yeah. i think that falls into you know the the back to simplicity back to cost efficiency yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. i i i have a hunch that at least here locally golden age they're they're gonna have an impact yeah yeah i mean i mean they're already having an impact people are enjoying their beers but mm-hmm. yeah i think that if they're planning on focusing on simplicity and you know, just doing German styles and not putting out fucking bananas, crazy fucking, you know, gloop glop shit. Then, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's plenty, right, of, there's plenty of wrong with gloop glop shit. <laughs> <laughs> gloop Maybe glop. just the gloop and a glop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gloop glop milk sours are not a personality. <laughs> so I think you're both right but I don't think you're right enough. Story of my life. My prediction is... Shocker. <laughs> the, there's already been reports that it it is becoming more costly to produce beer than it is to sell beer. 
Those reports are already out there. So what is the, the how do you fix this? You got to start skimping on ingredients. And what's a good way to skimp on ingredients? Corn and dextrose. Those are cheap as hell. We're throwing corn away by the pallets and by the truck rolls. It's, it's all over the place. We're lousy with corn. We're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as inflation and scarcity and supply lanes, all of that shit factors in, we're going to start seeing some malt liquors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gone oh, are the days no. of clean drinking barley beers. <laughs> we're getting some corn ass dextro shit. Uh, and we're going back to uh, three C's of hops. Maybe you taste them. Maybe you don't. We're getting some malt liquors. We're getting some malt liquor teas. We're getting marshmallow malt liquor. That's what's the future. That's the future. No, cherry, I, cherry. no I refuse to buy in. Cherry flavored malt liquor. <laughs> no. I refuse. No. Start, I re- start stealing IP brand, Start stealing IP branding from Robitussin <laughs> and Dimatap so it tastes like <laughs> cough medicine. Eight percent, and that's the other thing is because you're using these cheap ass high sugar uh, things. You can start selling higher ABV, which is gonna you know th- that plays into inflation. You know you if you, you don't want to spend twenty five dollars on a two pack unless it's going to get you turned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, mm. I don't want to say you're right, Steve, and I don't want to agree with you. But I could potentially see this happening. <laughs> uh, I could too. <sighs> oh, makes me sad though. I live or, in the darklands. <laughs> or I'm going to contend on the other side of this. We're going to lean. Breweries are going to start leaning more into technology and more things that are derived in a lab in order to make up for some of the supply chain shortage. Like maybe they're going to start cultivating like lab yeasts that will give you some of that flavoring that, you know, you would be getting from something exotic, like a guava or a papaya or something that maybe you're not going to be able to get because of the supply chain, or they're going to find some like sort of a, like a synthetic hop or like some powder or some additive that you can add to your brew. That's we're not putting K2 in our beers. I I know that. I'm just saying, like, you know, that could be the other side of this though. Yeah. Is that we no. get maybe a little more tech focused. Your 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 uh necessity, you know, uh, the mother of invention, mm-hmm. the bright siding of things is definitely throwing off my malt liquor future and I don't love it. <laughs> so it's malt liquor versus impossible gloop glop. That's right. <laughs> the, You're welcome. Beyond beer. <laughs> uh, I like my half of eyes in future. Yeah. Well, that's you. <laughs> I like my old world style. Future, yeah. But like, I'm also, you know. Yeah. Kelsey, you could come visit my future. See, this is the, I'm Steve. You're not invited. I, bring I don't care. Room? I don't need to be invited. <laughs> I'm show up anyways. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to turn things down, be the, be the voice of despair. <laughs> too many, too many of these segments are going to be, you know, oh yeah, I just think brood IPAs might come back, and it's like, no, we're getting malt. Liquor. No. <laughs> 2022, the year of the malt. That's right. Liquor. 
<laughs> Adam, what is your next prediction? So my next prediction is something that uh, if you follow us on Twitter was actually brought up uh, a week or so ago. Uh, but it, it comes back to uh, our dystopian future where everything costs too much and we need to find alternatives. But cans are going to be too expensive. Bottles are going to be too expensive. But you know what's not going to be too expensive? Bags. Bags. That Bags. is correct. We're going to have bag beers. We're going to have our Capri Suns. We're going to be like our Canadians with their milk bags. That's what's going to happen. Hella bags. See, that's the, that should be the name of our beer bag company. Hella bags. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need? I need hella bags right now. Hella bags. <laughs> Put all this beer in. <laughs> but I, see that, I see at least one brewery going down that path, and it will start out probably by necessity, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if it started by a Canadian company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably already have an idea of the supply chain of how to get their milk bags mm-hmm. and repurpose them into a beer bag. So, yeah, I could see them first. However... Please remember that fucking what is that shitty wine that I don't drink? The box of Franzia. Franzia. Franzia, although it looks like it comes in a box, is actually in a bag. A bag. This is true. In so. the box. A lot of the all the box wines for the all of them are in a bag in the box. Right. Yeah. Like your yeah. photo box, your black box. I've had black box. I actually don't hate it. This is one of the few yeah. wines I don't hate. And it's, that's just like weird <laughs> to me. <laughs> so are, are you familiar with the game? Uh, slap the bag. Slap, slap the bag. Slap the okay. bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've heard it and I've never watched it been played before. Can somebody well, you've give never me a, played it? I have never played. Could somebody give me a 30 second rundown of what it is besides slapping the bag? So, Adam, you take the bag and you uh-huh. slap it. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally just the game drink. It's fucking stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's one person holds the bag, calls someone over to slap the bag, which they do. And then you just pretty much start chugging from the bag of wine. So basically, and then that person becomes like the holder of the bag. Sometimes, like, it depends on how many times it turns around. That's how much you have to drink. There are some house rules involved. Okay. All right. So it's basically drink till you can't with extra steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm on board with that. I will never play it, but I'm on board with it. <laughs> Why? Aren't we going to play it this weekend? <laughs> no. <laughs> I invite everybody to come slap my bag. Oh. <laughs> First one of the year. Hey, yeah. First one of the year. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kelsey prediction. Um, I think because breweries are still recovering from the pandemic and we're still in the pandemic, I think breweries are going to find, need to find a way to do revenue somehow. You know, a lot of them have gone to canning, which might not be sustainable for who knows how much longer. So I think a lot of satellite tap rooms might start popping up places or like satellite tap room collectives where maybe a couple local local breweries go in on a space together and they all serve 
out of this location. So it's mm-hmm. bringing money to the brewery. It's bringing more awareness to the community. It's people being able to come together to try these beers. You know, maybe a brewery that you like is like 40 minutes, 45 minutes potentially. And you're just like, oh, man, like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know what the situation is over there. Like, are we going to have to be indoor, outdoor? How many people are there? So, but if there's like a tap room or like a satellite outpost, almost like 15, 20 minutes, like I'm going to hit that up and still be able to drink. The beer I like that. Like. That, mm-hmm. that, that kind of reminds me of like a food truck, food truck roundup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. There's it a, be like, like a beer roundup. Yeah. There's a, um, there's something like that. I believe in North Carolina in Asheville or Charlotte, I forget. And I believe it was actually Canarchy of all people Mm -hmm. but they opened they opened a collective tap room in north carolina and it was also only collaborations it was a weird thing but yeah it was like the the beeratorium or something like that something like that yeah but yeah yeah i i could i could see that happening with a if people truly wanted to like come together as a community and put an outpost somewhere of having all local yeah I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like all the breweries coming together for this, but Mm -hmm. maybe even it's just one brewery opens an outpost somewhere. Right. And maybe another Mm -hmm. one opens their own outpost somewhere. So I just think like these satellite tap rooms. Yeah. Like if like there's a whole bunch of breweries in the middle of PA that don't reach either direction really, Mm -hmm. but maybe they can find, they can work the logistics out of bringing that, beer to a satellite tap room in pittsburgh or philadelphia so exactly i like that yeah mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not, not not a bad not a bad idea not a bad prediction don't know if it'll happen but yeah it's, it's i don't know thing. either but yeah. like yeah. we'll see Kelsey, if we you remember. are you are building a brighter future <laughs> you. which means it's my term now <laughs> <laughs> and now the darkness. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about Mountain Dew and we talked about Monster Energy drink. Mm-hmm. But where the fuck is Red Bull in all this? No. My prediction is that Red Bull is just going to buy every brewery in Las Vegas. <laughs> and, and, just, <laughs> and just rebrand them Red Bull. It's not even going to be. <laughs> They're going to start there. And they're just going to start selling alcoholic Red Bull. And then you'll also get your you know, Jaeger and Red Bull shots or your Soko and Red Bull shots. It's all just going to be like the M&M store, but for Red Bull and alcohol. And regular Red Bull, if you really want it. I <laughs> but no I water. This. No water, but fuck you. So much. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> and also, I mean, if it's, it's since it's starting in Nevada and Las Vegas, they're going to introduce the THC Red Bulls as well. Mm. So you get THC Red Bulls, you got CBD Red Bulls, you got SoCo and Red Bull, you got vodka and Red Bull, Jaeger and Red Bull, and you know just a Red Bull seltzer, but no water. <laughs> uh, uh, can, uh, Why are you an agent of chaos, Steve? A head injuries and drug abuse. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for your yeah. agent of chaosness, but like, this is a dark path. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I at least pull two out? Can I pull Abel Baker and Banger Brewing out of of that quandary, out of that quagmire? No, they're like the closest to the strip. They're on like Old Strip, aren't they? They're they're the good ones. 
Yeah, I know they're good ones, but they're bought. Oh. They're, they also have the best spaces. They're gone. They do. Banger Brewing <laughs> does have really nice space. And whatever. Um, Bang in. Who the fuck? Um, the hockey player that owns a uh, Las Vegas. Brewery. Oh, was that the Reeves? I think it was Reeves or yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. He has one. He'll, he'll be first to sell. He's out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out. Red Bull gives him money. He's out. Red so, Bull yeah. gives him money. Yeah, Red Bull gives him money. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll see that. You'll see that pop up in America, but then like they'll also take the brew dog route and start, you know, putting them in like the UK and shit like that. So look forward to, you know, Red Bull cafes, much like the Red Bull sugar free sour. Oh no, mm-hmm, why am I mm-hmm. thinking of beer names already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all there. Much like the Taco Bell cantinas, these will be Red Bull breweries. <laughs> like the Taco Bell Hotel. Yeah. And you can watch them make Red Bull right on site. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. It- I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from yours so that, that way we don't have to listen to it anymore. I hate it. <laughs> but I got one more prediction for you. Uh-huh. So there will be at least one brewery. That will uh, lean a little too hard into a political issue one way or the other. There will be a boycott. There will be all sorts of noise on Twitter. Uh, and then uh, everybody will realize that the beer wasn't worth talking about in the first place. Because it was pedestrian at best. You can't pick free space on the bingo card. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Thanks for the layup, Muggsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I, I, say I know. That's all. There's nothing to <laughs> that. <laughs> Somebody's going to make a fucking noise and then we're not going to care a week <laughs> later because it's all from a brewery that we're not even near or ever drank from. <laughs> we're going to care about. Yeah. Kelsey, did you have a final prediction? No, I've said all fine. Okay. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> that means it's Steve's turn again. Yeah. Oh, all the, great. All, all the quicker. I yield my time to Steve. <laughs> to the senator of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> to the senator of chaos, I yield my time. <laughs> so if you've seen any bit of the news as of late, uh, there's been rumblings and grumblings about how the there is research into marijuana and specifically cannabis oils and acids that have been able to fight off infection of COVID as well as also just reduce, you know, the severity of the infection. My prediction is that the government will finally see the value in this. They will finally see the value in legalizing weed and you're going to see a huge takeoff in the THC beverage industry because it's going to be such a it, it plays in everything that you know we should want it gives us the bread and circus of legalized weed it gives people who are really fearful about covid but want an alternative solution to a vaccine something to do they can buy thc cans and it's it will be approved by the government they get their weed. They get their fucking COVID fix. How many people want that? <laughs> a lot of people want that. And then the government will finally be able to collect taxes on something that they've been 
like missing out on for years upon years like the fucking idiots they are <laughs> everybody wins in this scenario yeah i don't hate everyone it everyone wins I, I don't hate it you don't even have to prove you don't even have to prove the science of the of the weed combating covid but just the fact that that story is kind of out there in the ether now like that's good enough for anybody who's in the homeopathy you know those buffoons will buy any dumb shit people are getting <laughs> into drinking their pee and colloidal silver again you know why not just give them weed <laughs> wait what they're <laughs> drinking their pee now yes did you miss that oh no <laughs> i even heard about that adam <laughs> I'm just so tired. <laughs> they're drinking their pee now. Yes, they're drinking their pee now. <laughs> but that—that's that, my prediction. My prediction is the government will finally see they—they uh, they have a good—they have a good excuse to legalize it beyond just making all the money that they know they want to, but they also get the money that they want. They can pay off some of the fucking ridiculous debt that we've incurred to nothing. We don't owe anybody, but for some reason we have debt. <laughs> debt is a construct. Yeah. Debt <laughs> they, is a construct. This is this is an everybody wins situation. And then there's those of us who just want to have, you know, THC beverages. <laughs> Someone just wants to have a nice Tuesday evening. Yeah. Somebody just wants to have a nice chill fucking paps blue ribbon hard coffee weed <laughs> indica <laughs> just takes the edge off <laughs> just a fucking chill out on a wednesday <laughs> and that's okay that's right who needs wine down wednesday when you can have weed wednesday yeah we'll, fi- we'll figure it out that doesn't I mean, weed wednesday i don't know it's too on the nose we'll figure it out i know we need to workshop it it's fine yeah. we can have sativa saturday but then it's like what do you do Ooh. for in- what do you do for indica I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll we got, we got, we we'll got time, but hopefully <laughs> by the end. <laughs> but before then, I believe we need to come back to the beers that we were drinking, oh, yeah. enjoying. Uh, Kelsey, I'll start with you. How was your beer? How is? How is beer? your beer? <laughs> um, it's different. Uh, okay. It's different. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Is it more IPA or is it more macaron? It's more IPA in my on my palate. Um, hmm. It's also possible because it's been sitting in my fridge for probably like a year that oh. all of the sweetness just like went into IPA world. Um, yeah, I would give this decadent ale a try again. Maybe something a little fresher. I, I would agree. Yeah, decadent is... A few of the decadence that I've had definitely go away from the IPA side of things and go towards the flavor that they are. So yeah, yeah I would definitely give them another shot. Yeah. yeah. Try try some of the marshmallow ones they put out mm-hmm. and uh, go up to go up to Vintage Estates. They always seem to have a fucking huge catalog of yeah. decadent there. Have yourself a I day. You need to go to Vintage. Mm-hmm. I'll just pick you up, Steve, and we can go to Vintage. Hooray. <laughs> Adam, you can come too. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, how about you? How was your Elegantville treat? Sugar cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, 16 ounces was too much. Okay. Just, it, right. it just starts burning you out on like sugary softness. It, it just, I don't know. <laughs> so it, you're saying if you had seven ounces and a whale show to watch, 
I'd be into it. Better. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a fine beer, but it's it doesn't blow my socks off just like that Ophelin cookie beer didn't mm-hmm. blow my socks off. And uh yeah, it just got I don't know, there, it needs more natural vanilla to it. So that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Adam, you so for me, the uh the two phrase magnificent beast. Yeah, I liked it. I uh I'm a fan of what two phrase is doing with this style. I like it. I'm gonna finish it. Uh yeah, good beer. I'm glad Two Phrase exists in this world. I'm glad Schwartzbeer exists in this world instead of Steve's dystopian nightmare that he's proposing. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> no. Yes. No, I will fight that tooth and nail. THC and malt liquor seltzer is coming. Oh. It's coming. I want want I'm hopping on the chaos train. Let's go. (laughs) Ride this shit out. All right. Well, we're going to ride this shit out right into the next segment. So we will be right back with some fresh beers. Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Whoa, Matt. This isn't an episode. It's a trailer. Well, what the hell is a trailer, Adam? It's where we tell people what they can expect from our podcast, Decaying with the Boys. Well, they can uh, expect to hear us talk shop on pro wrestling, craft beer, horror movies, and pop culture, like Britney Spears' creepy father and stuff like that. We've literally never talked about Britney, but we do take our shots at everything else you said. Well, then uh, I guess I can also tell them they can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to find us on all social media at WTB. Cheers. Segment three, coming at you. If you've come this far, congratulations. This isn't a treasure map. You're not getting a treasure, except for us. We are your treasure. Aw. The treasure is the friends you made along the way. Aw, that's beautiful. (laughs) You like that? Well, you kind of had to have some sort of positivity after Steve's just nightmare scape of the future in 2022, possibly 2023, if it still exists. I'm sorry you all aren't ready for it. I'm never ready for this sort of thing. I'm never ready for this. Get ready. You've had two years to learn. <laughs> hate it. All right. We're not going to dwell on that. We're going to dwell on good stuff like beer and triannuary. Hell yeah. You right? did it. You triannuary. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So triannuary. We're going to try new things. And I'm going to go first this time. Because screw all y'all. I want to go first. So me, that's right. 2022, the year of me. That's not going to happen. That's not true at all. But uh, we're uh, we're going in a little international direction. Uh, We are going to have the nitrous Bacchus. Oh, okay. This is the Fram Fram Bones and Beer. It's a raspberry nitro. I don't know how to pronounce it. But it's nice. Frambois? Well, it no, is a frambois, it's, it's but it's fra- a... It's frambosen. Yeah. Frambosen. Frambosen. I have actually never heard of this one. <laughs> yeah. From uh, from Castile. It's a Castile product. Uh, very nice nitro. It looks nice. Uh, very raspberry, but in a good way. Have I had this on the show? I know I I've had this. I know you have had it, but I don't think you've had it on the show. Hmm. Interesting, because I, f- I feel like this is something I might have drank on an episode passed by myself. That's a possibility. I know we have not had it in a collective sense. Right. So in that case, this still counts because I haven't had it. 
Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering if I've had it on the show. Cause I know I've definitely had it. Cause like you said, it's from Castile and I've bought both the Bacchus. Mm. Well, all three at this point, I've bought the Bacchus, the Rouge and the Noir. Oh, I didn't know there was a Noir. Yes. Oh, yes. It's, it's the 11% nitro. So that's fun. Ooh, that's, a, that's, that's a sad, yeah, that's a Saturday night special. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Steve, what about yourself? Well, for myself, I have, I, I am trying something, but it's not from a brewery that obviously, I mean, it's a brewery we've all had before. It's Heavy Seas. Oh. When's, when's the oh. last time you had something new from Heavy Seas? It's been a long time. When's the last time I saw Heavy Seas? And they're in and a about. Better question. Yeah, they're in and about. I think most of the time, you're what you're seeing is like the Tropicana, which I is think, a good. I honestly like the Tropicana. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good beer. I think it's just what you mm-hmm. see the most of, which is why it begs the question of when's the last time you had something new from them? And you know yeah. they've been around for over twenty years as well. Mm-hmm. So the last new beer I had from them was like an an anniversary beer, which I think was like their 22nd or 23rd anniversary. That's been okay, years. Makes sense. That's been years. <laughs> 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 so I came across this one and I was like, Oh wow. What is that? And it is the dark anchor Porter. Mm-hmm. And so they, right. they've made a number of porters in the past. Um, the deep six is the one that we're probably all most familiar with. Yes. Made yes. with Fuggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but this one is actually an English style porter and it comes in at 6.8%. Oh, okay. Yes. And it it was you know produced <clears throat> it was produced for the winter time. It's a cold drinking beer. Uh and you know, my can was gracious to tell me that it's best by March. So I'm still way good <laughs> in the window. Yeah. In the window, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good Porter. It has a lot of, um, I feel like, I guess I'm associating that with English, but it has a lot of strong toffee notes. Okay. Yeah. Like makes sense. Whereas, like a Heath bar, like a Heath bar. Yeah. Like I, I guess I, and I'm probably, I, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I assume American porters are more bitter and more bitter and thin mm-hmm. comparatively. Whereas I always think of English porters as this toffee notes and like roastiness. They kind of like, sneak towards the stout side of things. Right. Sneaks towards the stouts, but like they never get into the goof ass adjuncts. Not that heavy seas mm-hmm. doesn't, they do. <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, no, this is, it's a, it's a really enjoyable, nice drinking porter. I'm I'm glad glad to see heavy seas is back. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they didn't go away, but it's the, (laughs) you're glad to see they have something new that is also Mm -hmm. good. So yeah, um, I'm here for it. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. Kelsey yourself. Well, I've dug to the very back of the beer fridge for this. Yes. It's been in there because I've wanted to try it for a very long time. Just haven't gotten around to drinking it. I liked the first version of it. So I'm curious if I'm going to like this version of it. It's from our friends at Platform Brewing. I'll turn it the mm-hmm. other way for the camera. 
it's the Prantles collab, but it's their chocolate almond tort. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, neither did I, but apparently past Kelsey did and was like, <laughs> you should definitely buy this. And it has since gotten pushed all the way back to the beer fridge. But tonight's the night because I've wanted to try it for a while. Hell yeah. So we're doing it. <laughs> I like it. Because I love the Prannels burnt almond tort, like probably one of my favorite desserts, probably one of my favorite treats in the city. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's a chocolate version of it, A, I didn't know that existed. And B, now that it's in beer form, who knows? Could be delicious. <laughs> Could be atrocious. We're about to find out because it's triannuary. How is it so easy for you guys to say that word? I don't understand how it's so hard for you. <laughs> I don't either. Like, how have you not figured it out at this point? It's just triannuary. Yeah. <laughs> you take try and then you take annuary. You drop the duh. Oh, boy. Say January. <laughs> January. Say try. Try. There you go. Try and try annuary. I don't know why. It just, it, it just doesn't, <laughs> he it doesn't got, work. He got the brain fog. <laughs> Maybe no. you're thinking like January, like you're putting the emphasis on the U, like ah, January. Yeah, try you January. Try you January. See, I think he doesn't even know how to spell January to begin with. That's the problem. <laughs> I bet if he spelled January, there's like an extra U in there. That's why he's all fucked up. That's a try January. Okay, all right. Try January. Try January. Right. Try January. Got the brain fog. So, so just for a little, you know, if you want to go back and hear my thoughts, uh, I did have the Castile Bacchus. It was oh, okay. It was on episode 199. So, mm-hmm. so it was in COVID times of doing the uh, remote episodes. That's why we didn't have it. Uh-huh. That's okay. why we didn't have it together. So, all right. So, yes, I did have it on my own. So now you have it on your own. Yeah, so Kelsey, you're up. It's your turn to try this. Next, the Bacchus. All right. next, next time we do a remote show, make sure you have some Nitro Bacchus on hand. <laughs> I'm going to have to go find it. So <laughs> It's easy to find. It's all over the place. And easy to drink. Yes. Actually, it's really good. I'm actually really enjoying this. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, I, I think uh, I still think the Nitro Rouge still wins out, but, you know, that's it's fair. not bad. That's fair. It's not bad. All right. Do you have something for us? It's time for some fun. It's it's time to rip off television. It's time to play Word. Okay, can do. Okay, okay. easy enough. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a just give you a sentence and you have to fill in the blank. Very easy. It's a complete rip off, and that'll be okay. We'll start with the first one. PBR telling people to eat ass instead of doing dry January is blank. Steve, I'll start with you. Oh, okay. It's just hilarious. It's hilarious. It's the best. I mean, I, 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 I'm so sick of like, like there's, there's no realness to an interaction with a brand on Twitter. Mm. You have two chosen routes. You can either be an actual representative of the brand, which it almost never works out. Like that's not customer service. 
You know, I, I think very few people will actually get some customer service work done. And I think it's usually on airlines. airlines. And to be fair, I don't know that it should be customer service. No, it shouldn't be. So the other route to go is fucking Wendy's route where they do. But the problem with Wendy's is they do PG-13. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do have some brutal roasts and roast day what just came by. So, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they're pretty brutal. Uh, but yeah, man, if you're going to go aggressive with your marketing, just go aggressive. And it's fucking bullshit that they fired that person. Yeah. They yeah. fired that person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rude. Yeah. Rude. Uh, they they really should. I mean, if I was somebody else, if I was another brand, I'd try to pick that person up as quickly as possible and just, you know, be like, we got the PBR guy. If I was Prairie, like, I'd be like, just here, do a guest, yes. do a mm-hmm. guest spot, do a guest spot, tell people to eat ass. <laughs> yeah. You, you would have to be a brand that's like a mid major that is well mm-hmm. known, but, you know, is not an AB Bev or Miller Coors. Yeah. Also, yeah. also be a brand that like people don't actively hate. Yes. And, and Prairie, I'll, you know, they kind of have already set a precedent for that. Right. A bit. Yeah. Yeah, they're a bunch of goofballs, and it's fun. Have a little bit of sass. Yeah. So, Kelsey, PBR telling people to eat ass instead of doing dry January is what? Amazing. Yes. It is amazing. It was a lot of fun. Especially because I didn't have to engage. That was 100% (laughs) third party to just watch two idiots fight. Yeah. The best kind of fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching people melt down on the internet is, you know, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> just sit back, scroll, and you're just like, fun for me. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. All right, the next question. Kelsey, you get to go first on this one. Okay. Pittsburgh being ranked as the best city for bear drinkers is blank. Did you say so, bear drinkers? Beer yeah, did drinkers. you say bear? Yeah, it sounded like you I said heard bear. bear. Yeah. Oh no, I was supposed to be B like we're B W E R. Yeah, we both heard bear. <laughs> I didn't mean to say bear. <laughs> Got that brain fog. Here we go. All right. It's a Thursday, and Adam's two two beers in. <laughs> <laughs> you got that COVID, and you didn't even know it. Oh, the only, no. sim- only symptom oh, you got no. was brain fog. Oh no! no. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Well, yes, this um, comes from a, a study released by uh, a New York City-based uh, fintech company, Smart Asset, where they said that Pittsburgh is the uh, the number one best city for beer drinkers. Kelsey, what is that? It's unsurprising. It's awesome. <laughs> That's what I'll go with. It's awesome. <laughs> I agree. Although I think there is a bit of homerism for us to say that. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Duh, <laughs> rest of the U.S. and world, obviously it's Pittsburgh. How could you have not seen this coming? Right. So, Steve, Pittsburgh being wrecked as the best city for beer drinkers is blank. I'm going to use two words. Okay. Covert marketing. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can't prove it at this moment, but, you know, let's get into conspiracy theories and say that mm-hmm. somehow the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild paid this company off to say that because the Brewers Guild is intention has B 
become to drive up tourism to Pittsburgh. And what better way to do that than to say that we're the number one beer drinking city? Ooh. It's smart. That is smart. There's somebody on the inside. Somebody (laughs) fudging numbers. Someone knows. (laughs) Somebody knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, somebody's fudging numbers. Somebody's (laughs) skewing metrics. And we come out. Maybe on the top. authors from Pittsburgh. That's real right. mm-hmm. are at heart. They started like they included breweries that were outside of Allegheny County or something. I don't know, but <laughs> let's optimize these surveys. <laughs> yeah, I did. Pittsburgh I did. Jason. <laughs> Is that the study that like there was a study recently that got a like a lot of flack uh, for like its ranking of cities and like there was a couple cities on there that like just like nobody thinks of as beer cities but because of like the number of breweries or something I don't know nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay just, well I just gave up because of the blank looks I was getting back at me and I was like <laughs> oh well nobody knows what I'm talking about and nope. I barely know what I'm talking about so fucking move on <laughs> next time to punt next prompt yeah, I don't know don't know where you're going, Steve. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Next prompt. <laughs> At least you tried. <laughs> All right. Our next one. Russian River's delay of its release of Pliny the Younger until March is blank. A little background on this. It was supposed to be in very early February, but it has been pushed back to March for reasons. I think we all know what those reasons are. Yeah. <laughs> but I will go I will go the up route this time. Mm-hmm. And I will say it's inspiring. Okay. Yeah. I will say it's inspiring because it gives you something to hold out for. <laughs> that's why like they that. Yeah, that's why they keep pushing back that uh that Morbius movie too. Everybody's like, oh, I gotta hold on to that more Morbius movie comes out. I gotta see. Wait. I gotta see Jared Leto as a vampire. <laughs> Do ya? Do ya? <laughs> I want to see Jared Leto as anything. <laughs> Why are you hating on Jared Leto, Adam? It's weird. He, it's it's but it's like he tries to be a method actor, but there's no payoff for it. Yeah, he's a he's a method bad actor. <laughs> yeah. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Daniel Day Lewis, he's a method actor. He gets in there. You know, he he lives that life, but there's a payoff. Right. You, you get know? you get there will be blood, one of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. That movie's movie, great. Movie fucking rules. There's 30 minutes of no dialogue. That's awesome. <laughs> but as with Jared Leto, you get just terrible Joker. Hey, you get terrible everything. It's just everything's flat and weird, like you said. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. The only movie, the only good movie he's in is Switchback. Everybody should I've not that seen out. that one. I, I have not seen that. Nobody has. Only I've seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> well, then. I don't know. I thought he was pretty good in American Psycho as a oh. nice spotter to Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a small part, but yeah, it's fine. All right. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give him one Fight Club. Again, another small part that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So what we're determining here is Jared Leto is only good in uh, small bits. Yeah, yeah. Small doses. Mm-hmm. Even small then, doses. Even then, that's up for debate because, like, he wasn't really great in Blade Runner 2090, uh, 2049. So mm. I haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Not Check it out. 
check it out. Okay. So, Kelsey, I'll come back to you. Russian River's delay of its release of Planet of the Younger until March is blank. Mm, great question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopeful was a good one that Steve had. Um, is I'll go the opposite way. I'll go is disappointing. I agree with that. Because uh, I have a hunch that there's a lot of people that that was their ray of hope to try to get through some dark winter days. Sure. Then it has been ripped away from them. But. Eh, has it though? Right. But here's the flip side. Mm-hmm. This is the way if people want to start thinking with their big brains, then you get all excited for, you know, Pliny the Younger for March right? Mm-hmm. Which means you can dedicate more time in January and February to Nugget Nectar. I'm not, I'm not going to subscribe to that. They're all IPAs. Of course you don't subscribe to that. That's not, <laughs> this isn't for you. <laughs> this is for everyone else, Adam. <laughs> then, you know what? Then now that you say that, I'm going to say it's smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is get, smart. They get to be the bell of the ball of March. Because what the fuck else comes out in March? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't either. March Madness. Yeah. Is that because I thought Hunapu was like February, January as well. So. All right. And our last one, our last one. Dealing with all this leftover Christmas beer at this time of year is blank. Daunting. <laughs> That's a good word. That's a 50 cent word. Daunting. I agree. Because it all just stacks up. Here, have a beer. Here, have a beer. Hey, got you a four pack. Hey, I got you a case. When am I gonna drink all this? Sensing a theme as to what you gave me today. (laughs) (laughs) Was you getting pass alongs? <laughs> I was, and they were all very holiday. (laughs) Was you getting re gifts? (laughs) To be fair. They are kind of in your wheelhouse, though. They are, and I will say I am very appreciative of them. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I I think daunting is a very good word for it. Uh, But what is nice is that this is kind of a low period for everyday beers, where that kind of gives us some time to kind of get through the back stock. Some of us, it takes a little bit longer than a couple of months, but that's, you know, that's okay. Steve, dealing with the leftover Christmas beer this time of year is what? Aggravating. It's so, <laughs> so fucking aggravating. And it's aggravating because I caught the roan dog and I got the roan dog before Christmas. And so that means like I was, I had the roan dog all through Christmas, all through fucking New Year's. I wasn't able to drink any of my beers. I was pissed as hell. But now I have a shitload of stock up that it, like now I'm just drinking on a Tuesday. I, it's not for an event or anything. I'm just getting blasted on fucking 18% <laughs> for fuck no fuck reason other than I got to clean out the fridge because there's other beer I want to go buy now. But you know, I'm on I'm on like a fucking delay. Because I got the own dog from Christmas, <laughs> from fucking Christmas shopping of all things. No. Yeah. Oh. Was just out there with the uncouth animals of the world, and they gave it to me. 
as I was trying to exercise my Christmas spirit and be nice to others. This is the thanks you get. This is the thanks I get. I get sick <laughs> for the holidays and I don't drink because I'm trying to protect my immune system. What time oh, my birds? What's your shit birds? Who <laughs> used your fucking jab? I missed I missed my booster appointment because I was sick during the time I had my booster scheduled. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. I had my booster scheduled for the 28th because I figured, hey, you know what? What's great? Go through Christmas, get a jab on 28th, then I'm still good to drink on New Year's. Everything will be fine. Nope. That's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna be sick that entire time. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Wait, now uh, do you have to wait to get your booster? I no. I think as soon as you're done being symptomatic, you can go get a booster, but I'm still just kind of like, hmm, I got a month or so. I'd live it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You can kind of go back to when it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to rush, but yeah. <laughs> Come on, 2022. Be better. <laughs> 2022. Two. 2022. Here we, here we go again. <laughs> no. 2022. I'm starting off with a whole fucking shitload of beer. Mm-hmm. I got so much. I got a bunch of new Glaris. I got a bunch of nitro beers here. I got worldwide stouts all over the place. I didn't drink none of it. <laughs> place is lousy with it. Place Wait, lousy. did you lose your taste? Your sense of taste? Um, at all? No. No. Okay, that's good. No. No. Thankfully, I thought I, I actually thought I did one day, but it was just like congestion. So mm. okay. that's good. Yeah, because I heard that one lasts a little longer. So like if you were just pounding, like putting these beers down and weren't even enjoying them because you could taste them like that would just be oh. tragedy. Yeah, no, I absolutely wouldn't bother drinking beer at all. If I had no mm. taste, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I'm just, no, you're right, though. But I just, I absolutely wouldn't even bother. I just, I don't know, start mainlining isopropyl if I needed to get a buzz. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, it'd be quick. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> get you there fast enough. Like, if that's, <laughs> if that's the only thing you're looking for, why bother? <laughs> Oof. At that point, yeah, you could definitely get into the back end of the fridge of all this stuff that's just been, you know, languishing. Yeah. Got to get rid of it. That's how you do it. Because you don't care what it tastes like. Oh, yeah. At that point, you don't care right. what you, know, you know, if you have any IPAs that have kind of gone, eh, who cares? Yeah, it's fine. You can't taste the... Eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, there's a business idea. What? If you can find somebody who has lost their taste from COVID and you can just sort of ship them the beer that doesn't have the great taste to it. And you know, I'm going to stop this because this is a bad idea. <laughs> It's just rude. It is. Like, this is awful. This is a terrible is idea, Adam. Here, you drink better, mis- <laughs> Need to be better. Here, you throw oh, this out. <laughs> <laughs> drink yeah, it or not, I don't care. Shipping, I'm going to start shipping them to you. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, if you start shipping stuff to me, you're going to get some of it back anyways. No, I will reject payment. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> no, what'll actually happen is you'll send him beer, and then he'll give that beer to Katie, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then Katie just gets your bad beer with extra steps. <laughs> yeah, which I don't want to do to hers. So. <laughs> right? Oh, you're okay with doing that to me? Mm-hmm. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. 
You're the one who just tried to make a business out of sending his I did. Hair I did. That was a pretty shit heel move. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I stopped. All right, then. Well, it sounds like we've come to the end of word, mm-hmm. but uh, we can come back to the beers that we were drinking. And uh, if anybody would like to go first, but how I much they are enjoying their beer. I had the, the Nitro Bacchus, uh, the Castile uh, offering brewed within the kingdom of Belgium, by the way, by the way. Yeah, I really like this beer. I'm going to have to go get some more. I I think this is a good one to kind of have is just a, uh, you know, either a ramp up or a coast down. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for something that's got a lot of flavor to it, uh, you don't want to get riggedy wrecked because it's only 5% and it comes in a 12 ounce can, which is okay, nice. Yeah, yeah I uh, I really like this. I think I'm going to have to put that in the, uh, the regular rotation. Yeah. I think um, I think what sets that one apart from being a full-on frambois is that it might be blended with another beer, like a, okay. a, mo- a more multi-base oh. beer, because that's the way the rouge is made. In that it's um, it's like cherry liqueur blended with a donker ale. Mm. So there there might be a little bit of a blend as to why that says frambosan beer. And I just found out that this is not a 12 ounce beer. It's like, this it's, it's like 10 or something. 10.14 fluid ounces. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you gotta have the space for the gas. Well, not only that, uh, yeah, it's, it's 300 milliliters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the gas. Or 30 centiliters. If you're into that sort of thing. I am not. I'm an okay, American. Then. <laughs> Metric am. System. Yeah. That's right. We demand freedom units. Yeah. <laughs> Tell, tell me how many football fields it is and then I'll give a shit. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, how about your beer? It's chocolatey for sure. It's definitely a stout. It has a little almond flavor, but um, it's not horrible. Mm. I think definitely it's uh, it's maybe turned a little bit the more I drink it, like the more I think it's kind of turned in like the bad direction, mm-hmm. which means I just had it too long. But uh, I'm gonna get through it, and it's gonna be okay. So okay, I, th- I think I like the original better. But mm. you were saying, Steve, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say maybe you had it too long, or maybe it's just a platform beer. So yeah, I <laughs> tough to say, Steve. Tough yeah. to say. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, so, Steve, my- how about yourself? For myself. And if I'm doing rankings, this is my gold medal beer for the night. Uh, the dark, the dark anchor porter by Heavy Seas. Yeah, it's a it's a nice, easy drinking, uh, surprisingly easy drinking because it is almost seven percent. But yeah, if you're looking for a winter warmer, this is for you. It's hmm. not overly bitter, so if you're somebody who doesn't like overly bitter coffee notes or anything like that. Yeah, this hits it all right down the middle. It's uh, soft, it's warm, it's like toffee-like, but it's not overly sweet. So, yeah. Good good flavors all around. And it's nice to see Heavy Seas can put out, you know, decent beer in 2022 Mm -hmm. and 2021, whatever. (laughs) Whatever this is. Yeah, against all the competition. And they do it with a a very basic style. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, into it. Good on them. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool. that's uh, that's this episode. Um, you know, we hopefully 
we won't have any more hiccups with the roan dog going forward but knock on wood (laughs) good to know that zoom is here for us if it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) thanks zoom thanks zoom uh, with that in mind, though, if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of those. You can also follow us on all the social media platforms that are Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hop Nation USA. But if you're on any platform, leave us a five star review because. We are a six-pack of monster show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than my malt liquor future not coming true right now. I need I need pep- <laughs> I need mint malt liquor. I need marshmallow malt liquor. I need cherry flavored malt liquor. <laughs> you know what? Malt liquor future sounds like a good name for a band. Yeah, it does. Malt liquor future is also like a good album name. It's, it's whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember that band OPM? Malt Liquor Future would be like their second release if they ever had one. Wow. <laughs> so I I was on the Spotify the other day and OAR Wait, came up. The Spotify? The Spotify, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, OAR came up. I haven't heard or thought about them in years. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Why would I? I don't know. They're like in my kind of rotation sometimes. Nope. Nope. I don't know why. And it's it's specific to like the people you went to college with, Kelsey. You all <laughs> listen to OAR. I know. OAR, Dispatch. It's so baffling. Love. Like I like I remember coming back from Penn State and you know, our mutual friends of Sam, like being way into OAR. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> And why are you listening to it? It's trash. I don't know. <laughs> sounds like fucking sounds like jam band for two year olds. <laughs> sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to insult your music. Sometimes but. I want jam band for two year olds in my headphones. Yeah, it just really sounded just like need, it's just like I need background noise sometimes at the office. Mm-hmm. Or like to drown some stuff out. So I'm like, what's something I can just put on that I don't actually need to like pay real attention to sometimes? And I'm like, oh, let me put some OAR. On. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> That's because like yeah. I know all the songs because like right. I'm familiar with them all for the most part, unless it's like some of their new stuff. But I'm like, oh, like I just just plays. Yeah. That's Talking. that's a, that's how it came back up for me because I just had background music going as well. All of a sudden, oh hey. Oh hey, hey! Hi. I this song, like it completely took me out of whatever I was doing. Like I haven't heard this song in a decade. Can I suge- Spotify can- does that to me too, and it's just like, <laughs> wait, what? What is this? <laughs> can I suggest to the both of you, like maybe like listening to the Talking Heads? Like, it's it's a way better like, quality of music. <laughs> It's so much better, and I do yeah. listen to them. Okay, well that's that's good, Kelsey. That's good yeah, to know. Thank it's you. Just like, I just feel like if you're looking for like background music that also doesn't, you know, suck. No, no. <laughs> Talking Heads is in the rotation as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's you know that's just my working. That's some of my working music. So that's all right. Good. Well, that's a that, that's it. That's the show. We're done. <laughs> uh, We're done. 
We're done. Um, right. We'll be back next week. We don't have anything planned. So I don't know. We're on the seat of our pants. We don't have any brewery shows planned at the moment. No, so, I, I have ideas and I know where I want to go. Yes, I have ideas I as well. To talk to and if you have ideas, then send us a Instagram message or a DM or something. Let us know who you want us to talk to in 2022 because we got a whole bunch. But, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we revisit some old favorites. You know, we haven't been to Grist House in fucking years. So let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Only their Collier location was up. Yes. We'll see. We'll see what the summer maybe brings. Maybe this is the year. Because yeah. it's eight minutes from my house. Because <laughs> it's 15 minutes from my house. Because <laughs> it's 35 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, but for you, that's great. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, 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 so that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. All right. That's See it. everybody next All week. Right. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.